Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local real estate agent for 20 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you, and we want you to be informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Once again, this is the right place. This is like where you can learn about so many things, Winchester, real estate, you name it. And I love that I keep finding more people that are listening to our podcast. It's really been exciting. Bumping into people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... It's so challenging. We don't have, I'll I'll admit, we don't have the analytics. We don't know. Right. We have a few ideas of how many people are downloading things and what's happening. You know, but I think there's a broader reach of people out Mm -hmm. there. And we're, our goal is to make sure that we're hitting the whole town and that people are um, learning and being educated about what's happening around here. And if we actually, what, what's our goal? If we hit, uh, I don't even know, a couple hundred followers. Uh, I would viewers, be happy followers, with that, yeah. You know, just, something like that. Even a couple hundred, I think, would be great, just yeah. knowing that we're being able to kind of reach out. And and if someone can take one thing away from you know each podcast, yeah. that's great. And yeah. we're being able to help the community. Yeah, and we get a chance to promote and publicize local business people mm-hmm. and entrepreneurs and real estate uh, industry people. So yeah, I'm excited. And it's, it, it's, uh, it's a season of, um, a little bit of change happening with the real estate market Yes. with, and we've talked about it, you know, so I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it's summer, it's a little slower and we're anticipating things to potentially pick up in September and October. I've noticed it already. Yep. Um, the, when the rates started going down a little bit more and the month changed, the calendar changed over to August. Mm-hmm. And really, the, after the first week of August last week, I mean, it started picking up. My um, listings are getting more showings on them. Yeah. Um, I think everybody's just back from vacation. Yeah. and. Well, school starts today for Winchester. Really? City schools. Oh, my gosh. Today's the day. And, and so then the county starts next Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So, yeah, really, summer's over for a majority of the people. And we go by school systems, and when your kids are in school, it's summer. summer's over. Back to normalcy. I can't believe the city's starting already. I mean, I remember when the city <laughs> and the county were kind of on the same schedule. And, right. And we didn't start until after Labor Day. After Labor Day. Yeah. You know, and I was talking to my rising senior. Well, not rising. Senior now. Officially. really Officially today. And he's all excited because... Um, at the end of senior year, they let out for seniors two weeks earlier than the rest of school. Okay. So he's like, well, I'll start a little bit early, but then by May, you know, once we get done with all the major testings and everything, the last several days of school or even a couple of weeks of school are mm-hmm. just a joke. So I guess they just declare once you've done your testings and seniors just have at it, you're done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Ben Ben graduated this year, of course, and um, in May, or excuse me, in June, and yeah, he was done in in May, basically right. the end. He didn't have much of anything he had to do, and um, I was like, you know, go go to school, don't go to school. I mean, I, he he would go know. just some days just to hang out with his friends, but he didn't have any class, yeah. any coursework, nothing. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, we're I'm I'm excited to see what happens with the school year, and we'll we'll probably both be attending different mm-hmm. athletic things here and there, and we'll we'll keep you posted on what's happening here on Iconic Talk. Well. 
I wanted to just ask you, Megan, since you've been in the business for a while, and it sounds like we were talking off air before we started recording that you've got some business happening and leads, and some even are like first-time buyers. Yes. Um, what I want to take a moment just to chat about that process, not for first-time people, but just if you are a first-time home buyer, you're going to need to know as many of the details as possible mm-hmm. so you can um, be aware of what the process looks like. Or if it's not even your first time, you've maybe bought two or three houses. Well, you're not doing it every day. And, well, most and, people aren't now. <laughs> and you'll forget, you know, mm-hmm. of not even every year, not every 10 years. And so the process can be intimidating for people. How do we break that down? So, like, what are you – what do you say to somebody to start the process and, and setting expectations? Um, the first thing I tell them, whether they're a first-time home buyer or they've done it before, is yes, the process can seem a little overwhelming because I think when people first think about it, it seems kind of daunting. So that's the first thing that I address, and I let them know I'm here to help point you in the direction, get you in touch with the right people that are going to help you and that are going to make it as stress-free as possible. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that usually kind of disarms them a little bit and, you know, they can let out a, a breath of air mm-hmm. and feel a little bit more comfortable because they're not doing it by themselves. Yeah. And I think a lot of people th- might think that that's, you know, they have all these things that they need to do. Right. They have people that are guiding them. Yep. Um, and, and the people, the, the buyer... Mm-hmm. is going to hopefully know you and know me or right. know the agent. So you should have a relationship where there's a level of trust yes. from the buyer to the agent. And I do the same thing. I will say, I let me be your project manager. I do like that. I will start you. For, I will make sure I take care of you through the entire process from start to finish. Hold your hands however much it needs to be held. And you can lean on me to make sure all the different components get done. That way, it's just like a a one-stop shop, one phone call. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about calling. I mean, you still should, as a buyer, should be aware of the other components, which we'll get into in a moment here. But lean on me as the agent. Lean on uh, the process that I can walk you through. You don't have to worry about all the details. You know, a home buyer concierge. Con- concierge <laughs> level agency right. is what I like to say that we are for Icon. I am definitely a relational based real estate agent. So am I. And so then, therefore, it's not burn and churn. It's not just trying to like get you in, find the house, and now that we found the house, okay, go leave you. I will make sure that I'm there through the whole process in order to alleviate any kind of. Yeah, concerns, anxiety, stresses, who do I call, where do I go, mm-hmm. what do I do? So that you're right. That is the very first expectation yes. that I will set with somebody. Call me for anything. Right. <laughs> call me. And I find, um, you know, I've, we've both been doing this a long time. Obviously, back in the early 2000s, everything was by phone. Sure. There were not a lot of, I mean, of course, people did email, but most everything was done over the phone through communication that way. And now... Um, it's mainly text. Mm-hmm. I, I find mm-hmm. I have so many group text messages with uh, the husband and the wife or the boyfriend and the girlfriend, whoever yeah. it might be that's buying. And we're all just on that that chat um, conversation. And, together. And that's fine. And, you know, times change as yeah. long as there's the communication, as mm-hmm. long as the questions are being asked from you, the buyer, and we'll help find the answers. We might not know all the answers, but we will go to the right people 
Right. We have resources to find your answers. And whether I communicate the answer to you or whether our specialty person of Mm -hmm. a lender or inspector or lawyer, title company, transaction coordinator, whoever it might be, we will make sure that you get the answer. But just come to us for the question. And and it can't be said enough in all sorts of different aspects. You know, there are no bad questions. Right. They really aren't. There's, you know... People are diff- different levels of, you know, understanding when it comes to the process. Some are experienced, some are not so experienced. Yep. And I personally love working with any kind of buyer. It doesn't sure. matter to me. I get just yeah. as excited if somebody is buying, you know, $175,000 townhouse, if they're buying um, a $2.5 million piece of commercial land, which I yep. have done before. Special. So um, it doesn't matter. I just get the same amount of excitement with being able to help. So that's the first thing. Call us for anything. Mm-hmm. Call your realtor for anything. Let them be the project manager through the whole thing. At least that's how I operate. Second of all, um, along the same lines, the shopping process. Mm-hmm. You know, so that can be daunting. There's tons of houses out there. I, you know, we want to hear from you of what your wish list might be. Right? We want right. to. I remember talking about old school having pieces of paper. Oh, yeah. That I would have the buyer fill out and say, okay, just checkbox like a survey Mm -hmm. tell us what you want tell us what you don't want how many acres how many bedrooms how many bathrooms i don't need you to fill that out i I feel like that that used to be kind of a method that real estate agents do but it's more work for you the buyer right i don't want you to do work just talk with me right (laughs) let me know what you want to do we're more experienced now and you can you get to know people and get to know what they want and you kind of have a really good sense of what they're looking for also with just um a couple questions but the 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 next step, the most important step after reaching out to the realtor is to finding out, um, number one, if you can qualify mm-hmm. for a mortgage, and number two, what that mortgage is going to look like. Not only what are you qualified for, but what are you comfortable paying? Because those mm-hmm. can be two different amounts. Yep. So once we get that price range that you're qualified and comfortable in, then we can start looking. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, it doesn't make sense for you the buyer or us the agent to go out there and start shopping without an understanding of what you can afford and what you want to pay for. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of time, first of all. And then it's also it can be a little saddening when you start shopping around for what you think is your wish list of a house. <laughs> Again, right. letting us know, "Oh yeah, I want four bedrooms and I want you know, maybe I want a barn and maybe I want fencing for, you know, animals or dog. And we start shopping and we show you a great place. And if we didn't have you pre-qualified up front, it could be $100,000 over your budget. Uh-huh. And then you're going to get sad and depressed. And then you're going to, you know, say, uh, I don't want to keep shopping because I can't get what I want. Because well, then when you do look at a house that's in your price range, then everything just kind of seems like a letdown. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. There is also, I mean, obviously you want to be looking in the right price range, but with this market as competitive as it is, you need to have that pre-qualification. Because oh, yeah. if you find a house when we start looking that you like, you, you've you got to be ready. Yep. Um, and you've got to have that letter to be able to um, proceed to one of the next steps. Once, well, be able I to guess pull we, the trigger quickly. Yeah, exactly. And, and the lender is one of the main people that we as realtors will lean on to help guide you through that part of the process. Yes. Again, we, we're not lenders, so I'm not going to say that no, you call us not. for those kinds of questions. But call us for those questions. We will make sure that you're put in touch with a good lender who gives quality service with good rates and make sure that you get to closing. And so if you're not sure of who you might use, 
you would ask one of us to say, mm-hmm. who do you suggest? And we have people ready to roll. We've had plenty of them right. on, on episodes in the past, too. Yeah, And we've, and we've got, um, you know, a, a, an arsenal, basically, yeah. of resources when it comes to lenders. And a lot of them we've worked with that we can recommend that we know will be a, a good fit for you and will, you know, do a great job as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that is key, I think. So step one, track down a realtor, build a relationship, We'll understand that we're going to be taking care of you. Step two, make sure you get in touch with a good realtor. I'm sorry, good lender. Mm-hmm. And you understand what you're going to pay for, what you can qualify for. And then really it's about your budget, not necessarily what, you know, they might qualify you for $400,000 house. Mm-hmm. Well, what is your monthly payment going to be? Exactly. And is that reasonable to you um, and your spouse or whoever you're buying the house with? to fit your needs so that way you're not overspending. That That's where I feel like it comes into that comfort level. So yeah. yes, you can be qualified for one amount, but what are you comfortable paying? Right. And so that that's huge. And that is definitely something to work with. And the lender will help definitely work with that. Mm-hmm. And then you come up with that price range that fits your budget. And then that information gets relayed back to us so we yep. know what that number is that we can look in that in that yep. range. And then the shopping starts. Yes. Then the fun begins. And so we then will take the understanding of what you're looking for, set you up with a housing search list that can be emailed to you. We can meet up in person to look at the computer and see what's out there. You can do shopping on your own um, and then on the internet. And then it's yes. time to go shopping with us as the realtor. We will show you every house. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the expectations I like to set as well, is you can be driving around town, see signs in the yard, see an open house. Those are all good and well. Call us. Mm-hmm. Let us know. We will let you know if it's under contract. We will let you know what the price is. We will let you know if it's available. It might be a coming soon thing where you can't see it yet. Um, there's so many different nuances that go on if you're just driving around town. Um, <laughs> you should track us down. It kind of goes back to the very first yes. step. Call us for anything. Let us know what you see, what you want out there, and we'll find all the details for you, and then we'll go right. show it with you. Well, I personally like to be able to use our portal through the MLS um, to be able to find the houses for our clients. And once you send that portal to the client, to the to the buyer, they can also search in there for different properties that's outside right. of the criteria. Right. Yep. And the best part about using um, our portals for that is that it's it's active. It's up to date to the minute if a it's property current. goes under contract. You're, you're going to see it listed under contract. If it's sold, it's going to say sold, not yep. like some of these other online resources. That it can take a couple of days even for I've them to update months things. where people yeah. might have had clients that have called me and they're like, hey, we found this house. Right. Why didn't you send it to me? And I'm like, well, let me double check. And I pull it up and, well, it's been under contract or it's already sold a yep. month ago. Things change so quick. So that's why you need to have somebody that's on top of the market for so you. So then why, why is it important for the agent to be with you with the buyer out there to go see a house why can't they just call somebody you know there's a phone number on the yard sign track them down or if they walk into an open house and there's other people around you know what are the kind of the pros and cons of of, of why us the agent should be with the client well typically um well it's just how it is really um when you list a property your fiduciary responsibility our main responsibility as the listing agent uh, would be that name on the sign and that you would call would be to the seller so if you call 
assigned an ER mm-hmm. and you want that agent to show you the property, their number one responsibility is going to be to their seller. Mm-hmm. You're going to want someone that's going to put you as their number one re- responsibility. We're mm-hmm. going to want you're going to want a buyer's agent that's representing you. Looking out for your best interest. Exactly. Who will answer the questions the way that is going to be fair and balanced and not biased to the seller. Exactly. Now, and it, there are plenty of situations where it has worked out. You can call. I mean, I've been the listing agent that's sure. gotten a phone call, and I can um, I do my best to represent both sides fairly. But for the, especially for first time home buyers mm-hmm. or really any buyer, you're going to want a buyer agent working for you. Especially if you have a relationship with a buyer's agent, like mm-hmm. one of us, and we've begun that process and we've started shopping with you. Um, we want to hold your hand. We want to make sure that you're being represented properly mm-hmm. um, and represented well. Just the behind the scenes sticky things about a real estate business and the kind of the real estate world is that then that listing agent, if you started calling them, could claim, well, I'm the one who is going to represent this buyer. Yes. But but you've already had a relationship with one of us that that's happening. And then it gets a little muddy of who gets paid. And we don't talk about those things. I don't like to talk about money. <laughs> That's a whole nother, that could be a whole nother, I, I've got that stories. That is a concern <laughs> that, that could be would a whole other episode. Um, I will say this when we're talking about money though, one of the expectations I do share with my buyers is that we represent you fully. We will negotiate for you. We will make sure we walk you through the process and you know what? You don't owe us anything. Right. You will get paid by the seller. We will get paid by the seller mm-hmm. at closing. So as a buyer, you you there's no reason not to continue to call us to use us to help you out to go shopping for right, houses. Right, to have one person representing you that you're yes. not even having to pay. You're not paying us. I and, mean, why, why not? And, and I will say this when it comes into um, that aspect as well. A lot of people think that uh, if they see a new home, new home construction, that they're going to go to that community, go sit mm, down with a sales agent. Mm-hmm. And that they're going to be fine because the builder's mm-hmm. taking care of it. Mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough that um, find your realtor, hopefully one of us, yep. and use them, even if you're buying new construction, because you're going to need yeah. the representation just as much on that yeah. property. And you don't pay any more money. They are going to pay. You're paying the same amount for that house, whether you have representation or yep. not. So, again, even in those scenarios, um, yeah, you make might sure think, you have You might think the builder's going to give you a little bit discount because you're not with an agent. That's not true. Nope. They will still charge you the exact same amount. I have, I'm have. i working on closing a deal with a buyer who's going through that new construction process. And this past year, I lost a buyer who didn't understand that concept mm-hmm. and went straight to the builder. And it was after the fact and too late. And so it, it happens. Yeah. And but- I had that situation happen several years ago with a friend. And he had gone and looked at um, a property and or a new construction. I gave him the information. His wife went. His mm-hmm. wife filled out everything. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up. They had so many issues with the yeah. builder. The yeah. builder. I mean, so many different things. And they kept calling me and calling me. I'm like, I'm, I wish I could. And but. builders also will have you use a specific lender sometimes. They'll have you use a specific title company. Um, it, it can take and drag things out. You might not have the proper representation, you know. And so... There is still many, many benefits to using the agents to help with the new construction. I like Definitely. that point. So yep. um, so then the shopping begins, right? All right. Yes. So now we find a house. It's the house of your dreams. Now what? So what do we do to make sure that 
we actually buy this house. So once we've, you know, it could be the first house that you find. There is nothing wrong with find buying the first house right. that you look at. It could be the 75th house. It doesn't matter. When you find that house, we're going to, you know, reach out to the agent first. What mm -hmm. I do is just mm -hmm. make sure there are not any other offers. Um, and then once we know that, we'll go ahead and, you know, we will write up the offer for you. We do everything. Um, it's all digital. Mm -hmm. So the signing is all digital as well. So we can go over the contract, have you sign everything, and then we will submit that offer mm -hmm. to the listing agent with a copy of your lender letter saying that you are pre-qualified. That way they know and they can show their sellers that, yes, yep. you can afford to buy this house. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's the, that is the next step. And put it in terms that are going to be beneficial to you, the buyer. Right. You know, so we'll make sure that we cover contingencies. So mm -hmm. that's one of the bigger questions that especially first-time home buyers ask me is like, what happens if I get scared and I don't want to buy this house anymore? Okay, well, we will make sure that in a standard offer, we have different contingencies or ways you can back out mm -hmm. um, in case something happens. You typically will have what's called a home inspection contingency. Right. Highly recommend period. them. Highly. Always going to ask for that. And, and so that might be a two or maybe three-week period depending on how you negotiate, how long that would last, that if there's something about the house that you don't like that scares you, you can ask the seller to repair it, you can walk away, or you can just move forward. So you're always going to have those three options mm -hmm. in any kind of offer, counter-offer scenario. You, the client, you, the buyer, or even seller, will you can accept it, you can reject it, or you can make a counter-offer. Yes. And so in a home inspection contingency, you can lean on that to back out. Then there's also the critical financing contingencies. Mm -hmm. So if for some reason you lose a job or the pre-qualification letter that first came through, something happened to you financially during the process of being under contract, you don't have to buy the house because now you don't qualify for a loan. That's critical. And the appraisal. And then you've got the third part of yes. it, which is the appraisal contingency. Which is huge because you typically don't want to buy a house that the value is not there. So mm -hmm. you're not going to want to pay more than the value of the home. So you're going to have that appraisal, which the lender will require mm -hmm. in most cases. Um, and then that'll be done and you'll get the value. If the value is over what the price is that you negotiated with the seller, fantastic. Mm -hmm. You automatically have equity in your house. Yep. But yep. if it's not, what do you typically do? Well, there's the scenarios, again, accept, reject, counteroffer. So mm -hmm. if the appraisal doesn't come in properly, you can go back. If you have that contingency, you can go to the seller and say the appraisal came in $20,000 low. And the first thing that I would do to represent the buyer is say, instant quick fix, drop the price. $20,000. Drop the price by $20,000. Mm -hmm. It's not fair market value of what I want to make sure that I have equity or I want to make sure that I'm not overpaying for this house. So it's fair. Here's what an unbiased appraiser has told us that the house is. Instead of 400, it's now 380. So that's the first thing that I would do to help represent the buyer mm -hmm. is to say, I'm going to go negotiate. As an agent, I'm going to go sell that concept right. <laughs> to the other agent. Tell your client, tell the seller to go drop the price. Mm -hmm. That's the first scenario. Now, they might not like that. So they might come back and they're going to say no. So then in their scenario, they can accept that proposal, reject it, or counteroffer. Mm -hmm. And you might have a an issue where you don't agree. And you either, the buyer, have to come up with $20,000 extra or you don't buy the house. In a scenario where maybe the seller counteroffers you, the seller might say, 
well, instead of coming up with $20,000, how about I meet you in the middle? And they might say, let's drop the sales price by 10000 instead of 20000 and you, the buyer, come up with $10,000 mm-hmm. difference. So there's always those nuances of negotiating of accept, reject, or counter that happen in any scenario with the original offer of the house or with dealing with contingencies along the way. And a side note in terms of the appraiser, the appraiser is not a person that you as a buyer or us as the realtor get to choose for you. Right. The lender, the lender doesn't even choose them. It's just the next person on the list. They have mm-hmm. a list of um, um, appraisers that they work with, and it's just the next appraiser that comes on the list that's going to do the appraiser. So, so truly a fair and unbiased, not handpicked yes. person. Yeah. Yes. So now we can, you can handpick your realtor, you can handpick your lender. Mm-hmm. Cannot handpick your... Um, That's really the only one. You can handpick your attorney or where you want to go to closing, which we will have suggestions for that, which Mm -hmm. we will draw up in the contract to say who will be doing the closing for us. And that person is somebody who just pulls together all the different components of the seller side, the buyer side, the money, the lender pulls together us, the agents, and then the deed and the title work and the title insurance. All those things are as I just rattled them off, might seem scary, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we would answer all those along the way. And, and someone they're doing that all in the process of while the loan is being worked on by the lender, mm-hmm. the title company or the attorney is doing all of their work. So, I mean, all these little facets are working. And they're working the for you, the buyer, to make yes. sure that you get a, a house that doesn't have issues with it from a legal standpoint, doesn't have issues of a potential person, some great aunt from 25 years ago that claims they own the house that's what title insurance is for you know they're making sure that it's got a clean title is what it's called um and and again you can interact with that title company or lawyer as much as you want but trust us they're they're working for you Mm -hmm. they're looking out for your best interest even though you might not have met them yet and that's important um and so that's why we can help suggest to you the buyer here are the people that we know and we trust. Um, and if you trust us, you can trust them. So another step in the process is someone that typically the lender is going to recommend. It is required by the lender, but it's going to be a home warranty. Yeah. So every it's you know your home warranty insurance, basically. It's going to insure your property when you are living in it. So that's going to be another resource that you do get to choose is who you want to do, your, what insurance company you want mm-hmm. to use. Um, and I'm <laughs> dealing make sure you you know your lender and your realtor will help you make the right choice yeah, yeah. you got to have good insurance and mm-hmm. pull all that together to where that's being paid um you know through your lending um what's called piti kind of pity i think is what right. they would call it you know where you have the the mortgage payment the insurance and taxes and yes all that stuff that all gets paid one time each month and you don't have to worry about that. It comes out of the, it goes into your escrow account and then gets paid. So that's just other things that we yeah. can definitely go over with you in the future. Yeah. And all right. So we're now we're wrapping up. We've got a closing date. Mm-hmm. We're under contract. We've gone through all the contingencies, all the hoops and everything. And we'll remind you of these things. You know, let's get utilities going. Let's make sure there's, um, you know, water is turned on in your name and power is in your, in your name. We'll give you a, a preliminary closing document probably a week before closing so you can see all the numbers and all the costs mm-hmm. that are associated with going to closing. You might be bringing significant amount of money based off of what your loan is, or there's some loans where you don't have to bring much at all. And so you work with us, you work with your lender of how much you might have to wire and transfer to get to closing. And then you show up. 
and you sign a boatload of papers, right? Yep. <laughs> and you walk away with keys. And you get keys. Yep. Yeah. Now, right before that happens also, I typically recommend to do a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so this is when the seller is... We call it typically call it the final walkthrough. Final walkthrough. So we've gone through all the contingencies. If the seller was living in the home when you saw it, now when you see it before you go to closing, it needs to have been cleaned out, emptied out, and a lot of the contracts say broom clean. Yes. You know, so you got to have a little bit of expectations of just, okay, let's have a little bit of grace. Like sometimes you'll see some dust bunnies in the corner of the house or there might be, you know, some things that they had on the walls that might have holes in the wall. It just got to have a little bit of expectations mm-hmm. that it's not going to be pristine. They're not most likely going to have a cleaning company come through and clean it for you. And when it's, when that happens, you, we will tell you these sellers are amazing. Yes, yeah, we sure will. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not always mm-hmm. perfect like that. So you do the walkthrough and then you go to closing and you sign and you get the keys. So that's, is that is that when the process ends? I don't, I mean... Is that I think over that's then? when the major process wins. Yeah. I mean, ends, but I think there's you can kind of well, then the moving, moving, <laughs> and, okay, and the unpacking, sure. of course. But and then for us is just kind of checking back in with you with the clients, making sure everything's okay, um, and then certainly along the way, if there are any questions, you can reach out to yeah. us. And even better if uh, if you liked what we were able to do for you. You know, let your family know, let sure. your friends know, because we want to be able to provide the same kind of service that we do you to others as well. And not every deal is the same. So this mm-hmm. conversation that and is so true. these expectations that we're setting is just kind of the standardized process that we will walk you through. Mm-hmm. And every deal is like a snowflake. I mean, they're all different. And so what might work for one buyer another buyer, a friend of yours, could share a completely different story of what their experiences were mm-hmm. like. We've been through all those, as many of experiences as possible, so we can navigate any kind of scenario that might pop up and handle it for you, because chances are something goofy is going to happen along the way. Right. And if we haven't dealt with it, probably somebody that we work with in our office has probably yeah. had some some similar situation. So um, we also have good resources, too. Yeah. And so that's, I, that's just... A nutshell, just a quick little nugget of like just what it might look like, and we just though I think for me the whole bottom line of this conversation is just to unveil what goes on behind the scenes in a way that makes you feel a little more at ease. Yes, right to make it be like okay, this can happen. It'll be okay. It doesn't seem so daunting of a task to just oh my god, I have to do all these things to buy a house. Right, I'll just keep renting. The primary thing that I want you the buyer to worry about is yeah worry about your packing and your own life and your Mm -hmm. family and just getting all that stuff taken care of um we have movers we have people who can help you pack and do all that kind of stuff but if you kind of focus on that part of it we'll handle the transaction part of it for you and i think that's important well i I hope that just made things a little bit more um just easier to kind of picture yeah. And a little like my like I typically say less overwhelming. Yeah. And our icon website has resources on a resource page there that you can go to and see all the different people who we propose that you could work with mm-hmm. um, and make suggestions that way. So that's something to check out with iconcells.com and then you can go to the resources page there um, and, and navigate all those things. I, I just love working with first time home buyers because at the end they're so happy. Oh, I, 
I know. I, I love you know? it. I love it. It's, it's exciting to see. And I'll go back to where it was your client last month that I was there at closing with mm-hmm. her. And she was halfway in tears. And she's like, I didn't think this would ever happen in my life. And she was so excited about it. Well, so. just a tiny little um, note about about her, which was really cool, is when I first met her, she was looking for a rental. Uh-huh. And I was like, have you talked to a lender before um, to see if you can get you know pre-qualified for a loan? And she says, no, I don't think I can. I said, look. I have someone you can talk to if mm-hmm. you'd like. I, I can have them give you a call. She's like, okay, sure. She'd pretty much already figure that it's not going to happen. She He got off the phone with her. She called me back, and she was amazed. She's like, I can't believe it. I am pre-qualified for a loan. Nice. So it's the first time I've ever shown um, rental properties and purchases at the same time. Yeah. And she ended up being able to buy her first house ever. So don't and think. And she was. She's not young either. No, no. I mean, I'm not saying she's, she's old. She's close to my age. But, so. you know, but it, <laughs> that's what made it cool is that, yeah. like, she didn't think she would ever get to that point. Yeah. So so don't, if you think that you, you know, aren't going to qualify or if you, you don't know how to get out of that process of renting, reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Let us try to get you in touch with a lender and you may be surprised. We can help you find, buy yeah. your first house too. Totally. Totally. Well, what is happening in Winchester, Frederick County coming up in these next few days and weeks? Let's see. We've got coming up on Friday from 12 to 6 at the Stephen City Fire Department. They're going to have free burgers, chips, um, gore coupons for the um, gores, which is just amazing meat. Um, There's chances to win from gores. So you can make an appointment to, I believe, donate blood is what I'm guessing that is. Huh, and yep. then there's also the first annual Salvation Army pickleball tournament and dinner. You do not have to be experienced to play, which is pretty cool. Okay. All levels. That's going to be Friday, August 12th, 430 to, with dinner at 7 at the Winchester Country Club. Cool. Um, there's going to be to- trophies and prizes. And then also the Clark County Fair starts on August 14th through the 20th. Wow. Wasn't there something last month there i feel like i was driving by i saw like campers and vehicles over there in the fairgrounds of clark county they must have had something else but this is the official this clark is the county official fair. This clark is county it, fair like, so i think big. we do frederick county and then warren county and then clark yeah yep yep so um that's what's coming up love it awesome well we're excited about having a guest with us next week so be mm-hmm. on the lookout for that um and i can't really think of much else about uh upcoming We've we've got some really cool guests lined up. I know we've been working towards um, September, even October, people be coming in. We'll keep right. sharing ideas with you. Let us know if you want uh, us to chat about a specific topic. We would love to hear from you. So really, thanks for joining us in this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode. A lot was shared. And look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, here are the key, five key things. Make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And of course, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. If you take a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yep. Until next time, think iconic. <laughs>